Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of How Goods Footy. A sporting podcast where we ask, no, no, that's not it. Uh, Sean's not here and we are adrift. A weekly AFL podcast. Yep. Where we ask the most sporting question of all. Sporting sporting question of all. Yeah. I'm Joel. He would say, I'm Carney. Yeah. He's not here. He's not here. So I'm going to say, I'm Joel. And I'm going to leave all of this in. Yep. And you're, who are you, Tom? I'm Tom. And, and, um, how, Tom. How good's yeah. footy? How good's that intro? Tell you what, Masters if you are still listening to this podcast now, like if you've if you've put your headphones in, you've pressed play, and you've got to this point without throwing your phone away in disgust, I'm yeah. proud of you. Um, we don't deserve that. That was filth. That is the worst introduction to a podcast of all time. Uh, no, I, you know what? I, I think it's charming. I don't think it is. I think it's charming <laughs> well, we like, in the same way that a kid singing one song over and over and over again is charming. <laughs> Listeners, let us know. If you're still there, uh, email in at haggardsfooty at gmail.com. Let us know. Was that intro good? Do you miss Sean? Can't believe <laughs> we tanked the show. <laughs> I'm meant to be the professional one. I was you're never the, the professional one. The... Yeah, I know. No, I know. True, anyway, Tom, uh, Sean, unfortunately, yes. due to the fact, and look, I will say that organizing stuff in January is difficult. So therefore... Having the AFLW season start the like first couple of days into January has made recording this podcast harder than it needs to be. So therefore, I'm blaming Gil. Meant to be free run, yeah. Gil. It's no, it's this is squarely at the feet of of Gil. Yeah. Um, also, Sean has nothing to talk about this week because he's by the time you're listening to this, he will. But at the time of recording, as you know, we record on a Monday. Yep. Brisbane hasn't played yet. No, they played for two weeks. So Sean will be back next week, and he'll have potentially two Brisbane games to talk about. Yeah, that'll be big energy, huge energy. Well, speaking of energy, one of Tom, them will be a How Good's Footy Cup. It will be because I also don't have anything to talk about this week yet. I, I do because a lot of my favorite players absolutely fucking tore it up. 
I was going to say, <laughs> I got mate, a lot. I got a lot to talk about. You're a member of a team that doesn't even have any of the players that you like in it anymore. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah but it's all right. Up the blues, anyway. Tom, mm. yes. Friday night. Where were yeah. you, Joel? Tom, listeners. I was at the fucking footy. Oh yes, that's what I like to hear. And I was rock hard, but not in an inappropriate way. <laughs> Horny for footy. Horny for footy. Oh, fuck. It was so It was so good. Dr- like the drive down, there was roadworks, and yep. I didn't even care because I knew at the end of those roadworks was footy. Oh. Did you make it on time? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I made it. Joel, I made it with so much time that I had fish and chips in the park before I went oh. to the game. Oh. That is prime time Friday night action. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know that like you were driving to Geelong and or Casey Fields, but uh, that's a bit of magic time in that. I reckon there was. Look, I'm not gonna lie. It was it was pretty magical, and it was that kind of. It was the night. Uh, it was Friday night, so it was hot during the day. But as soon as the sun started to go down a bit, uh, Geelong gets a lovely sea breeze from about five thirty onwards. Yeah, um, and I tell you what, it was. I don't want to say that it was like perfect conditions for footy, but it was perfect conditions for footy. Yeah, and I was uh, I was watching this one from home, and yeah, so I felt compelled to barrack for the team I tipped for, which obviously was a bad feeling because it wasn't Geelong. Yeah, I I I'm a bit I, like I get it, I get it, but uh, I mean, I mean. You're you're a dog. Yeah, uh, no, that's fair. <laughs> that is absolutely fair. And also, I guess when we're talking Collingwood and dogs, they have made this. And look, I don't, we'll mention this up top. Basically, what's happened? Collingwood have been like Jordan Degoe, who uh, we may have said at the end of last season was arrested uh, in America yep. for who is who is a piece of shit. Oh, um, he got his charges downgraded from assault, assault. to. Harassment. Harassment. So therefore doesn't go mm-hmm. to jail. Collingwood mm-hmm. have been like, welcome back. Open arms. And I would just like to say, if- Collingwood, you disgust me. Jordan Degoe, you're a fucking cunt. And that's all that needs to be said. That it's all that needs to be said. Because because this is how good's footy. Yeah. If we're, if we're talking about, before we get into the rest, before we dive into my Friday night experience, yeah. there are a few other... There was a bit of oh yeah, what's happening, Joel? There was a bit of fuckery in the air because oh my god, there was a there was there was, there was some massive massive fuckery. The fucking okay, so that happens, which I think happened like Thursday. Yep. Then also on Thursday, Friday. Oh, was Friday? I think it was Friday. Because mm. then also on Friday we had the because uh it was Pride round, Tom. Yep. One Love team, Pride round. Yeah, it's sick. The jumpers look sick. I have a pride round beanie. I didn't wear it on Friday because it was thirty-one. Yeah, no, no, that's smart. <laughs> I made the. I made the. I feel yeah. like I made the right call. You absolutely did. <laughs> um, I feel like that they would understand. You you own the merch. Don't wear yeah. it if it's thirty-one degrees. You'll die. Correct. Also, I think if I wore it to a women's game, more accepting. I should. I need to wear it to the men's game and just fight a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. Good footy. idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so obviously Pride Round, which is fantastic. Yep. Um, all the clubs, well, most of the clubs I have would a say jumper that they wear for Pride Round. How many teams is there in the AFLW at the I moment? Think, I think there are 14 teams. Yeah, so yeah. I would say 13 of those teams have a Pride Round jumper. 
Ah, that's so weird. Yeah, that's, one man. team, uh, West Coast, does it. But it's okay because they have a pride training singlet. Yeah, and it's also okay because the coach very bravely said on the eve. No, not even the eve. Literally on the, the, on the night, on like the on the Friday. Day, was just like, oh, I think there's too much weight put onto pride jumpers. You. Nah. No, yes. no, 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 no. The exact quote is way worse, Joel. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's he good. He said, though. I think the whole pride thing has been done to death. Yeah, it's sick. Uh, incredible so not, quote. Not, not, not just like, and, and you know, he's come out and there's been a bit of damage control since. But it's like, for that man who is the coach of a woman's football team, of which I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest that there are probably a few gay players at that football club. There's probably a few players that would maybe want to know their coach supports them in that position and the league in that position. But instead, nah, we've done pride to death. Fucking hell. Like, the reason we have pride is because for the rest of time, we were (laughs) like, hey, you guys, fuck off. Yeah, I would say... Like, that's why pride exists. I would say it's actually the opposite. It hasn't been done to death. And that's the whole fucking... it needs to be done more. That's the whole fucking point. Anyway. Oh my god! Just Joel, you and I are two cis heterosexual men. The fact that we can be like you are dark, like it boggles the mind. You it's cannot be really... you cannot be in charge of a football club and be that fucking stupid. It is truly baffling when decisions like this are made because it is so easy to not say something that fucked up. Mm. Even if even if because he came in, he said, "Oh, it's about the jumper," which that's dodgy anyway. But even if you're like, "I'm sick of talking about the jumper." Don't say what you said. Yeah. And don't be like, oh, heat of the moment. You are a coach of a football club. Yeah. You are media trained. It just You shouldn't be saying stuff like mind. that at all, let alone in the heat of the moment. Because it... What yeah, else are you saying you in the just, heat of the moment that we're not hearing? Cunt? It's... Yeah. It's... it's <laughs> yeah. It's real bad. It's real, it's real bad. And I guess it highlights... Uh, I think it highlights a greater need for coaches who are in touch with... Their playing group, the yeah. issues that they care about, and I don't know, maybe having some coaches that are actually give a shit about women's football instead of just being parachuted in as a stepping stone, like I don't know, Nick Del Santo. Yeah. Um, and look, like, maybe we'll, maybe yeah. we'll get to the West Coast game this week, and maybe we'll talk about how the coach got what he deserved. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I feel bad for the players because they didn't deserve that, no. but the coach, big time. I hope he loses his job, Joel. Yeah, he should. It's enough of a stupid fucking thing to say that it should cost him his job. Could you imagine, could you imagine a head coach of a football club at the start of Indigenous round saying, I think this whole Indigenous stuff has been done to death? Tom, I can't imagine or- it because I'm sure that Nathan Buckley or Eddie Maguire said exactly <laughs> that. But you know what I mean? Like that's. But I that's will say, say like- both of those people no longer have a job. It's true. It's true. Footy's yeah, better for it. Well, I thought really Footy was better for it until the Dugowie thing happened, and now I'm like, well, maybe maybe Colin was just fucked the whole way through. Anyway, Tom, that's hey. all the bad news. Let's talk Correct. slightly better news, but still bad news for you. But No, no, look, I'll, I'll call magic this good news. I'll call this how good's Footy still, yeah. because Sean uh, asked me in the episode, uh, we've done a couple of two-mans. Yeah. Tell you what, this today as well, we were very close to the two band episode being you and Sean, or just yeah, you. It was, it was all <laughs> happening. Listeners should know I've sacrificed a lot for this book. <laughs> I was, uh, what's the time? It is 
It's currently 7.05pm. Yep. Um, about three hours ago, I was in a hospital. Yeah, so uh, happy to report you're fine, but yeah, we're in Enjoy hospital. Enjoy this episode. <laughs> um, you know, I am fine. I cannot yeah. stress that enough. Uh, so yeah, it, it, was, it was great going to the footy again, um, being part of the atmosphere, the vibe. Yep. yep. I have before I get into the match, I do have to make a field report. Um, unfortunately, I was not able to obtain a Milo ice cream now at the venue. It is. I've got worth a theory though. Yes, that even though it was thirty-one degrees, you yep. did decide you were going to wait until half time to go looking. Yep. Which Sean and I definitely let you know was a horrible mistake. I've got a different theory. Uh huh. Because so when we walked into the ground, there was a festival of footy on out yep. the front. There yeah, was, yep. you know, free shit. One of those things, there was a Misty Whippy van, but a yep. bit closer in, there was a Buller ice cream truck selling mm-hmm. Buller brand ice creams because they were sponsoring the match. Ah, uh, right? you think they removed Milo ice cream to... I I think the the usual fare got uh, substituted and you, you had to buy a Buller one to support the event because there was a lot of ice cream being consumed. Yep. But none... No Milo's, no, no, because usually you get like Maxi Bon is, a, yep. is another staple of a, of a sporting precinct. Yeah. No Maxi Bons. It was all kind of Buller um, ice cream. And so yep. I could have, you know, I could have gone and got one of them, but I wanted a Milo. Wanted. Yeah. No, I so am... instead I got I got a large donut the size of my head. Yeah. that Hey, that's good too. But I am just going to put it out there that this is maybe the third or fourth failed attempt from Milo ice cream in a row, which is yeah, leaning very I... heavily into the fact that maybe... Milo ice cream was never actually available from inside the ground. Well, so here's the thing. I, I had come around to the idea that maybe I had bought it outside. But today, yeah. as I sat down, mum was like, are you going to get this on Friday? Are you going to get a Milo ice cream at the game? And Have I'm you like, gasped did I get one last time? Though. And she's like, she said to me, no, the last time, the, when we were here for that first game back in whatever year it was, uh, when Geelong first came into the comp and beat Collingwood, I had a Milo ice cream then. It was mm. confirmed by an outside source. Mm. I'm still not entirely sold on this, but I do back. Like I trust your mom. I do too. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um, I don't trust me. So <laughs> not at all. <laughs> if I was to ask uh, the yeah. score of this game, you'd probably be like, "Ah, uh, Collingwood ninety-five, Geelong 94. Incorrect. <laughs> I would tell you it was about eleven points. I think it was exactly Eight. eleven points. There you go, eleven points. Uh, it was like we were like three six. Yep, to five five. To like five five. There you go. There you go. Um, but Tom, um, you did get what you wanted, which is you wanted Geelong to be competitive, and fucking hell were they? Oh, it's it's in that episode I recorded with Sean. Uh, he said, "What do you want this year?" And I was like, "I want I want to see improvement. I want to see him try." And every game this year, uh, Gemma. A friend of the show posted a great stat after this game that was that last year Geelong's average losing margin for rounds one, two, and three was like thirty-five or forty points. Yep. Uh, and this year it's eleven for the first three games. Huge improvement. And we've played we've played similar opponents. Yeah. To that, uh, I think last year we lost to the uh, the Roos by sixty, Carlton by about forty, and the Pies by about forty as well. So to play those three teams again and be in a position late in the game to win and only lose by a kick or two, it it, it gives me a lot of heart. There's a, they, they, it's so close. We are so close to a, to a, big, to a big win, Joel. It's, 
it's so close. And we're playing we're playing a good brand of footy. We are tackling hard. We are putting pressure on. Teams used to just run the ball out and we'd be fucked. And it would just be like Meg Mack and um, Matty McMahon just trying to mark 100 inside 50s. This time, we're just we're pressuring them in the midfield. We also kicked, Joel, the best goal we have ever kicked. And um, Tom, what was that was, goal? So the goal itself is just a set shot from Jordan Ivey. Um, great. Excellent. But the passage of play that delivered it was exactly the kind of thing that I wanted to see from Geelong. It was getting the ball in a contest, feeding it out to Van der Heuvel on the wing, who just fucking took off. <laughs> who looked Collingwood in the eyes and said, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, and then delivered a beautiful kick. And there was there were a couple of occasions where she just got out in space and it's like this is this is what we've missed. Yeah. It's a bit of that spread, a bit of that run and carry. Because we've got we've got good grunt midfielders. Yep. Um and last week uh Van der Heuvel didn't play and we really missed having a bit of spread off half yeah. back and having a bit of speed on the wing. And she comes back in and sets up that goal, which was just it was champagne football, Joel. Champagne <laughs> footy. Uh, it's good to have champagne footy back, Tom. Uh my condolences on your loss. Yeah, that's right. Because again, there are there are positives. Because I've got a positive, Joel, that you will appreciate too. Yep. What's that? So, obviously, Nina Morrison. We she's a gun. We know what she's yep. like. George Prasparkas, another gun. We know what she's mm-hmm. like. We got Meg Mac. We got A Mac. There's there's a lot of Macs. Yep. <laughs> They're all good. Yep. Uh, Darcy Maloney was yep. our top pick last year. She's mm-hmm. 19, and she is the smallest player on that team by the looks of it. Just looking at it, she's quite. Yeah, yeah. She's she's a shorter player. She's quite lean. Um, she's only nineteen. Yep. Or maybe maybe not even nineteen yet. Yep. She is a menace, and I love it. Violence there was in her moment, eyes, Tom. Oh, violence in her eyes, in her heart, and I love. She there was a pass. There was a point in the game where Prasparkas sort of got in a bit of a bit of a shove with Lambert, and yep. Lambert just like just put. Pasparkas on her ass. Obviously, the mature body, the, the more mature player, just saying to the the first year player, "Come on, you know yeah. you've got to welcome you've to got the to big leagues." Yeah. So there are there are a lot of players on our side. You know, like I said, there's Nina Morrison. You've yeah. got Meg McDonald, some senior players. The player who went in and tried to fight every person <laughs> from the Collingwood Football Club was Darcy Maloney. Love to see it. Love your work, Darcy. It was incredible. And the amount of times then after that, she just got cleaned up in a pack and just got straight back up and was just in people's love faces. To see that she too. kicked a huge goal too. Just love her. Big, big fan. Big, big fan. One to watch, I reckon. One to watch because she's starting fights, which is what we love on this show. <laughs> Until, obviously, Tom, they take it too far, in which case we will be we'll distance ourselves big time. <laughs> <laughs> People can't say that, but one of us may have winked. <laughs> I feel like the uh, pause and the laughter made that pretty clear, Tom. Yeah, correct. I would have been winking too if I uh, realized what was about to happen. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Joel. Yeah. Uh, one more thing. The other Rachel Cairns. I've been talking about her for yep. weeks. Again, fucking huge game. Just laying tackles. She just enjoys putting people to sleep. Oh, go to bed. Love to see never it. get up again. Yeah, I love it. There was a, a passage of play where uh, a Collingwood player uh, tried to side, like sell a bit of candy, and uh, Rush Cairns was like, "I'm not buying from this shop. You yeah. can get fucked." Yeah, <laughs> fuck this shop. I'm shutting it down. Yep, Fifty Cent was wrong. I'm not taking. <laughs> I'm not going into any candy shop. <laughs> fuck, that's huge. Well, yeah, 
congratulations on the valiant loss. And yeah, maybe next yeah. week will be a week. It's coming. It's coming. I love them all. I love them all, Joel. Um, and I love being at the footy. Uh, when you your first game, you'll feel it week, too. It'll just week. feel like you're home again. I um, we'll get to it when we're talking about the upcoming round. But I made the stupid mistake of trying to organize a group going out to the footy just as the fixture changed. Yep. It resulted in mass confusion, people telling me I was wrong, me having to double-check the time and date, and be like, no, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Um, yeah, Don't look, date yourself, mate. Back yourself in. Yeah, I I did. I was like, oh, no, I, I just saw a news article about this, but I'll double-check. I backed myself. Um, but yeah, look, in the future, I'd recommend everyone wait a day after the fixtures properly announced and then try and organize with friends uh, for yep. maximum ease. But anyway... Let's move on to Saturday. And uh, this was the carnival of carnage. And we saw what unfolded coming. <laughs> yeah. We, we, look, we made a prediction. So on, you know, Friday night, it was a nail biter. It was a tough, contested, close game. Um, and then while there was some elements of tough, close contestion during these games, a lot of it was a team looking another team in the face and being like, what if you fucked off forever? <laughs> yeah. In fact, the Carnival of Carnage not only rolled through Saturday, but it hit Sunday too. It was like, we're not stopping. <sighs> um, and again, to, to be fair, there are two teams here that put in a really strong fight for most of the game and just it got away from them late. Yeah. Uh, which we'll get to, but for the most part, it yeah, was Yeah, two was teams big. got absolutely fucking flogged in the last quarter. <sighs> Yeah, but they but again they 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 fought so valiantly yeah. before that point. Yeah, um, but yeah. Um, unfortunately, this was not one of those cases. And Adelaide just said, "Hey, West Coast, we heard that your coach is a fuckhead. Cop this." Yeah, I yeah it because West Coast were it was competitive for a bit for I think the first quarter, and then um, I guess Adelaide just got too good. Yeah, so the first quarter score was one goal, the one goal one Adelaide's way, so one point in it. Uh, then half time it was one goal one to three goals two, and then at three quarter time it was one goal three to five goals four, and then at full time it was one goal three to six goals six. Uh, so making the final score forty two Adelaide to nine West Coast. Um, yeah, I mean, look, this loss, this loss could have been avoided. That West Coast coach could have just shut the fuck up. Adelaide still looking scary this year. West Coast still not looking great. Fire your coach. Yeah, get a new one. Um, then fucking hell. Hey, uh, Tom, you know who can yeah. kick goals? Is it Taylor Harris? It's Taylor Harris, Tom. Hey, do you know who else can kick goals? Who? Da- uh, Daisy Pierce. Yes. Yes. Kicked a juicy goal. Uh, Melbourne Tipco and St Kilda. And it was an arm wrestle. In fact, scores were level at three quarter time. It it looked like Saint. This was this was. I, I have to say, watching this, so having seen a few Saint Kilda games, we've been pretty critical of them on this podcast. Yeah, um, I believed they, in them for it, one week, was told to fuck up, and then I watched them, and I was like, oh, I deserved that. Yeah, they <laughs> um they though found a, a new gear, a, yep. a new level. But Tom, um, unfortunately, that new level only has three quarters in it. Yeah, I, I mean, the issue was they were they were fighting an uphill battle. They were at Casey Fields yeah, playing oh. them, and it was magic time. It was magic time. It was. They're also playing, in my opinion, the best pride jumper for the for the round. The way it sort of fades into the blue. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Chef's kiss of a pride jumper. So, uh, yeah, so scores were level at uh, three quarter time. Melbourne won yeah. by forty one points. 
Yeah, so so St Kilda did not score again, and Melbourne kicked six goals, five. <laughs> um, Taylor Harris kicked three two for the game. Um, took four marks, just tore it up. Daisy Pierce, as you said, kicked an absolute ripper of a goal. Yeah, it's, Melbourne. It's ah uh, scary this year. Well, that's the thing. Like, so they've literally deployed one of their best midfielders over the last few years as a full-time like forward, and they've pushed Eden Zanker, who is a jet, into the midfield. Yeah. Plus, I've noticed something watching this game. This might be so. We know that obviously the best haircut in the AFLW belongs to Karen Paxman. Yep. Um, well, second best, Nina Morrison. Nina is, Morrison. Yeah. That it's a po- it's a poodle mullet. It's a yeah. it's a hair metal mullet. What are you yeah. going to do? Uh, but so Paxman's hair's pretty good though. She is looking like she's got an aerodynamic mullet. I don't know how else to describe it, but she looks like she looks like she would be in a Paul Verhoeven film yep. in the eighties, yep. where she's like walking down the street in a leather trench. She looks like if Trinity had a matri- a mullet in the first Matrix film. It's like slicked, and she looks dangerous, and I love it. Yeah, it's um, it's a dangerous haircut. It means business. Oh, it's it is a business. It is the it is the combination of the professional like business haircut, but still has that psycho mullet energy. Oh yeah. Um, also worth noting though, uh, uh, for St Kilda, uh, Lucas Rod, t- yeah, Tilly Lucas Rod had a huge game, like twenty two touches. Yeah, trying trying her damn hardest, but unfortunately, Hurricane Melbourne rolled in in the last quarter. Well, it's one of those things too. It's a bit like um, with like a, a player like a Ben Brown, like Taylor Harris is the same. Her reach yeah. is so long that if you if you can just get it, so she's got a bit of yeah. Although space, I will say she just has to put her arms out. Un- she also just loves crashing packs. So. Yeah, un- <laughs> unlike Ben Brown, because um, like he takes it from above your head, but you can probably cop a hit from Ben Brown. Taylor Harris hits you like a fucking truck. Well, yeah, Ben Brown plays in, like runs forward in front and it's kicked yeah. to him. Taylor Harris like has five people side. around her and just is like, <laughs> there we go. What if you all died? Yeah, uh, there was a, there was a bit of biff going on in this game as well. Oh, which yeah. you love to see. Yeah. Unless it goes too far, Tom, then we hate to in- see it. Correct. <laughs> Two weeks that time. Um, yeah, uh, it's. There is a lot of really exciting teams this year, and obviously Melbourne are one of them. And I'm starting to think, like, if Melbourne do go all the way here, yep. uh, like, is a back-to-back AFL and a- AFL-M, AFLW premiership going to be enough to cure years of Melbourne depression? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It might. To be honest, I think just one flag has killed. Yeah, they're okay now. <laughs> Two might yeah, make them that- unbearable. To be fair, not it wasn't even the premiership. I think Max Gorn kicking five goals in a prelim against Geelong <laughs> was like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I feel better now. The suffering's considering over. That, well, considering that a large portion of Melbourne depression came from that 211 point. Yep. 186 point loss. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But, yeah, no, this could – it's it's a, it's a huge, huge chance of happening. They're just – they're – they're really. I think that's the thing. Is like so. There's other teams that are in sort of premiership contention, but yeah. um, I just think Melbourne are just. You look on paper at the at everything they've got, and you're like, so their backline is rock solid. Yep. Their midfield and ruck is really rock good. Solid. Yeah. Is rock solid. They've got younger players who've taken the next step. Yep. Plus, they've got your Paxmans and your Pierces and those kind of players in there doing what they do best. And then on top of that, they just add Taylor Harris to the forward line. Yep. Which was already um, fairly potent, as we saw last year. And, like, they won this game without Lily Mithen, who uh, was out with COVID protocols and posted yeah. a very funny video of her singing next to the TV with her arm behind yeah. the TV. That was a good video. 10 out of 10. Yeah, good stuff. Love silly shenanigans. Ah, we're all about shenanigans. Um, next game in the Carnival of Carnage of round three. Uh, and this was another last quarter blowout. And also... Another re- Richmond this year. So it was Richmond take on Frio. They're earning my respect so much, but also they are playing very frustrating football because it's so undisciplined. <laughs> they are choosing violence over pretty much anything else. And that's obviously something I respect deeply. Absolutely. But yeah, like there was one point in the last quarter, I think it was like 27 free kicks to like 12. Um, <laughs> and yeah, watching how they play. Not surprised. Uh, no, that's fair. That checks out. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The fr- the final, the free kicks total was 26, uh, f- 26 for Frio and 13 for Richmond. Um, Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Look, but I mean, again, this is, if, if, you, if you're a Richmond supporter, this, there is optimism to be had in this loss. Like you were, you were with a team that are, that are, you know, a, a, well, they're probably a, one of the a, other a real pro- contender. Yeah. Um, and again, some of that ill discipline did cost them a bit. There were a couple of goals from from some cheeky shit. Um, there was one of my favourite beats uh, was I love it when a player uh, kicks a goal and gets gets real excited, but also lets their opponent know I have just kicked a goal. Did you just see me kick that goal? Yeah. Um, and now I, I could be factually inaccurate here, and I'm ready to be corrected by all of our Freo listeners, but I believe. Uh, uh, Cara Antonio was back for the first time this week. I believe Ebony had been playing, but Cara hadn't. Yep. Again, I could be correct, incorrect. I know when Antonio came back uh, and she kicked a goal 
And she turned around to Mon Conti and she was like, did you see that goal I just kicked? It was pretty <laughs> fucking good. And she was correct. It was a very good goal. Yeah. And um, well, speaking of pretty fucking good, Mon Conti, again, absolute fucking jet. She's absurdly good, especially doing it in a side that um, would have been under the under the pump in that midfield, you know? Yeah. Like, she's doing this consistently week in, week out, and just pulling big numbers. Um, there was two reports against Richmond this game. So uh, um, I think and I think they both are missing weeks. Uh no, so uh style. Um yeah, Taylor Style is a four hundred dollar fine. <sighs> uh, that was for the dangerous uh, tackle. But there was also a knee, wasn't yeah, there? The as knee well? is a weak. <laughs> yeah, I think the knee McCleatland, I think that's a yeah. yeah. Kneeing kneeing Ebony Antonio. Yeah. It was um <laughs> Yeah, probably probably don't do that. <laughs> It's that's that's see that's when it goes too far. Yeah, and we don't condone that. No, if you're getting reported, and neither of us winked then. No, because if you're getting reported, you can't play footy, and if you can't play footy, how good's footy doesn't like it doesn't work. If no one's uh, playing you- footy, how are we meant to do the podcast? Correct. Um, but yeah, there was also like <laughs> Sarah gave away Sarah Hosking. I can I don't. Not quite on first name basis. I know you. You knew. I know you would have known who I was talking about. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew. There was You're one point where she Sarah. gave away just like the dumbest free kick as well. I was like, yeah, it's good. This is good to see. Everyone's just like, fuck Fremantle. We're not going to win, so let's just cause carnage. I guess. Yeah, that's um, like, yeah, that that would be. You'd, you'd be a little bit frustrated with that, I guess. I'd, yeah, but otherwise, I love it. We love to yeah. see it. Uh, and Jess did. Uh, uh, Jess Hosking did play, even though she had dislocated her shoulder the previous week. So, well, there you go. And uh, actually, actually, Dusha, I have to correct you. I got corrected uh, by a friend of the show, Gemma. Yep. Uh, who said that no, she apparently injured her shoulder in preseason. That's weird because my update came from her directly. By her, I mean Jess Hosking, not. Uh, well, apparently, maybe she reheard it, but it wasn't in the game. I'm going to go back. Look, I'm going to find this message, uh, and I'm going to confirm that. Do you want to move to the next game, Joel? Uh, I'm going to move back to my source, Jess Hosking, and see what she actually posted and make sure I didn't misread it. Also, it's oh. funny you're getting corrected for something I said. Yeah, it's good. I uh, said so the problem is I was talking too much about how much I love Darcy Maloney picking fights. Uh, also, big fan of Kate Darby for the Cats, who was delisted last year and has only come back into the side as a top-up replacement player for um, uh, for Denby Taylor and has come back in and is just playing huge games of footy. <laughs> okay, so Jess uh, posted. Ah, uh, she tricked me. Someone was uh, like, you dislocated your shoulder again? She's like, no, nah, this photo was from a couple of weeks ago. It's been all good since. It was a trick. There a classic hosting so, prank. They've finally uh, taken she, the pranks too far and got me. She pranked the podcast. Yeah, because originally the caption is just pop it, lock it, dislocate it, hashtag dislocated shoulder, and her with a shoulder strapped up. You can understand. Why would you why would you post that two weeks after you popped your shoulder out? I don't know, but I respect it. A prank. She got us. She got us. Man. Um so, do you know who else do you know who else got got on the weekend, Joel? <laughs> The GWS Giants, they got got by the Oh, uh, they got kangaroos. got big time. Um, yeah, I was uh, trying they, they really look- hard. There was at one point in 
I think it was, yeah, in the third quarter where I was getting worried and I was trying to phone up the North Melbourne police station to try and get some officers down to Arden Street because there was a murder happening and no one was doing anything to stop it. What was what I will say, though, is I don't I don't like that North Melbourne took the foot off the gas in the last quarter. Didn't, they didn't, didn't go score. in the last quarter. Didn't score. You could have... The fabled 200 was there. It was hanging within your grass. You the just... fabled, like, 10-goal win was... Uh... Yeah. Well, if they'd kicked straight, they would have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, it was... It was big. Uh, they also had a joint banner for Pride Round, which was a really nice touch. <laughs> I um, feel like that that's a nice touch until you come out and don't let the other team score. Actually, for... actually the idea that they're like, <laughs> we're going to run through the banner together. And as they're running through the banner, every North Melbourne player just walking up to a JD West player and was like, if you kick a goal, I will gut you like a fish. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like, or even just being like, hey, good game. We're going to absolutely fucking flatten you. Uh, see you at the end. Happy Pride Rounds. Fuck you. Yeah, it's no, that is very funny that, yeah, for Brian Round, they ran out United and then the Giants <laughs> proceeded to not score for a half. Uh, yeah, and I think they scored, yeah, they kicked their first behind a, like about a third of the way through the third quarter and then their first goal, like two thirds of the way through the third quarter. Um, yep. And at that point, North Melbourne, I think, had kicked six goals, yeah, six goals, eight. Um, that kind of yeah, felt it, good. Imagine if they'd kicked straight. Like, yeah. fuck. That would have just killed you. Uh, and Riddell is continuing her very good year. I think she's now had over 20 touches three weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, massive. Just powering her way through it. But, uh, yeah, it, um, it, it highlighted a bit of a, a deficit for, I think, the job. Like, obviously. But I think they've they're just – there's a few – They've got sort of three or four players who you know what you're going to get from them, and they're going to give you everything. And there's just not there's a few others that just quite haven't. And speaking as a Geelong supporter, where that that sort of was us last year, where you had those ones that were those ones, and there was a few others that you're just like waiting for them to to crest. Yeah, uh, the hill. But um, yeah, North. Uh, that is a disappointing effort, actually. North, you, sh- you should have won by eighty five. <laughs> And I know there is plenty of uh, GW West listeners that listen to the show, and to which, to whom I say, get fucked. No, my condolences. Whoa, <laughs> fuck. So no, I love GWS now. I love yeah. GWS now because they have done something very similar to what Carlton did uh, to trick their way into up my ladder of the heart, much like how they got up Sean, uh, how Carlton got up Sean's, because James Hurd has been hired to work at GWS. That's right. That is right. Yeah. I think he's the head of leadership, which is people like, that's fucked up. And everyone's like, actually, no, it's not. It makes pretty good sense. He should be the head of chocolatiering because he makes chocolates. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, uh, GWS, I love you. And look, by the time time, uh, this podcast is released, there may very well have been a, a continuation of the carnival of carnage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll have to wait and see who wins out of um, the Lions and the Blues. A a How Goods Footy Cup, if you will. Yep. Um, the second one speaking in of How Goods footies, Speaking of How Goods Footy Cups, Joel. Yep. Do you want to do next week's games if we know what they are? We can. Uh, so an hour before we hit record, there was a fixture update. And it is a pretty baffling one because they added a Thursday night game. 
Good. Yep. Love Thursday footy. But then they have labeled things as additional games, and there's another two games on Tuesday, but they feature teams that have already played in round four. So I'm not entirely sure what the fuck is going on, but it's exciting. It's it's kind of crazy. I like I get the Bulldogs have to play sort of two games to make it up, but there are teams that have played every week, like Collingwood, West Coast, and Frio. Yeah. Like... I'm I guess because not- Brisbane, oh no, technically Brisbane played twice this week because they're also playing Tuesday. Yeah, I uh, yeah, it is, it is. Um, yeah, it's exciting and, like I said, a bit confusing. Uh, so, starting things off Thursday night, Colin would take on Frio at Victoria Park. It's at a this stupid this time. This is spicy. It is. It starts at five forty which is annoying because it's a Thursday. And uh, if you're working during the day, that's very hard to get to. I am yeah. blessed with not having a job, so I might go down because I want to see Frio in action, I reckon. I want to see. I want to get up close to Kiara Bowers. I want to sense the energy. Just check the vibes. Yeah, check the vibes. And let me tell you, just from an outsider's perspective, I feel like the vibes are going to be murderous. I think they're going to be immaculately powerful. Because, uh, yeah, um, I, I'm not working much at night anymore, which means that... Uh, <laughs> there's, I've seen my future, Tom, and there's a fuckload of footy in it. Um, yeah, look, I am also going to go with... I'm going to pick Freo for this because I, yeah. I think... I, yeah, I just think the, the the injuries and missing players that, that Colin would have might be too hard to get around when you're up against turbo oh. hours. Yeah. Uh, actually, speaking of tips, um, if Carlton get up, this is my second perfect tipping week in a row. Tom, how many tips did you get this week? Uh, hey, uh, Tom. oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, I can tell oh, you no. man, because oh, no! you, Tom, you run a footy I forgot tipping, to put him in. <laughs> you run a footy tipping competition and forgot to put in your fucking tips. Do you know what happened, Joel? You could- I realized I was going to the footy on Friday, and that's all I thought about for the whole week. Yeah, um, Sean and I had realized earlier today, uh, we we're gonna bring it up with you, but then you rudely went to hospital. By bring it up with you, we mean in episode. Um, I briefly forgot because I got excited about the violence that was happening. But yeah, uh, do you know what's annoying? If I look at the tips, mm. uh, I would have only dropped one. Yeah, well, I've dropped none so ah. far. So, ah, it's all right, Tom. To make you feel a bit better, I tipped Collingwood to win by a margin of zero points. So, uh, I really cooked my fucking. Uh, yeah, it was all happening this week. Anyway, oh, let's go back to next idiot, week. boys. So, Friday night, the return of the Western Bulldogs. They are taking on GWS at Henson Park. I'm Look, I'd, I'd back the dogs, but also it's going to be fascinating to see how they play after two weeks, two weeks of, of no not football. playing. Well, and also, like, m- minimal training, too. GWS seems like the smarter choice because they will be hungry after getting absolutely flogged last week. I'm assuming Henson Park means it's a GWS home game. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say dogs, but you know what? Fuck it. Let's go Giants. Then St. Kilda take on West Coast at Skyboss Stadium. I reckon Saints have got this. I reckon the Saints have got this too. Then Saturday. Fucking hell. Adelaide take on Melbourne. Melbourne. Easiest tip in the week. Reckon- <laughs> All right. 100%. All right, you've convinced me, Melbourne. And then, for the third week in a row, a How Goods Footy Cup. 
Brisbane um, take on Geelong. I'm going, I'm going Geelong, but I understand uh, that you will back Brisbane because it is in Queensland. Well, Tom, the thing is, I'm going to have to wait until tomorrow to see how Brisbane play against Carlton before I make my tip because Geelong looked good against Collingwood. Brisbane haven't impressed me that much this season. Sorry, Sean. Joel, I'm only going to say this because he's not here, but we are a huge chance, I reckon. I reckon you are too. And then Sunday, and I'm going to this game, Carlton take on North Melbourne. I can't believe Matty Presbarkas is going to get 35 touches and kick maybe three goals. This is this is a big game, this. I'm going to go Carlton because it's at their home ground. Yeah. And they'll know you're there. Yeah, well, I'll be yelling. Hooting and hollering, I reckon. Oh, um, that Sunday's a juicy game as well. And then Gold Coast take on Richmond and Metricon. My head says Richmond because Gold Coast have had the week off. Yeah, I reckon Richmond will win. And also... But they... I do love the Suns. Fuck it. Gold Coast. All right, I'm going to go Richmond. Because the, the, is... the other thing too for Richmond, the other thing too for Richmond is they lost uh, Harriet Corner to a suspected ACL on Saturday, which then... She's their best defender, which then yep. uh, opened the floodgates and Frio blew them apart. Yeah. Uh, then we get to the part of the fixture that is simply labeled additional games. Um, so I don't know if this is going to be part of round four or round five. I, It's truly confusing. Uh, Collingwood are taking on West Coast. So that's two teams that you just heard us say the names of. Uh, Collingwood. Uh, Collingwood will win that. And then Western Bulldogs take on Frio. Freer. Yeah, Freer will win that too, I think. What a we are a great podcast of two. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be an even better podcast next week. Yeah. Uh huge podcast of three again next week. It'll be good to talk Brisbane. It will be. Um what you should do is you should all email the show at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com and tell Sean that you missed him. Uh, and that you hope that he is in a good mood by the time he gets the email because Brisbane will have won on Tuesday. Um, oh, what? You're just, a fucking just, dog. Just... <laughs> Why? Because Brisbane are playing Carlton? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Yep. I make no secret that my second team is Brisbane. You're a dog. I've never made a secret of this. Can't believe this. I'm going to tell you Mark for Boston. Collingwood instead of my team. Yeah, because I tipped On them. the weekend. You're a dog. You're a big dog. Email us and let us know how much of a dog Joel. Who's a bigger dog? Am I a big dog for backing Sean's team, Brisbane? My friend's actual first team, Brisbane. Or the team. Or is Joel Dusher a dog for backing a team he hates more than any other team just because he tipped them? Playing against his friend's team. Mm. Let us know. Let us know. Howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. Or you can get in touch with us on Twitter at Howgoodsfooty or individually uh, I'm at Awkward Trade. And I'm at Douche13. Uh, Sean is at Carney from 55. And the AFLW season continues to amaze and confuse. And I'm excited to see what the next week has to offer because the fixture at this point of recording already cooked. I can only assume it's going to get more cooked. Oh, 100%. 100%. And look, look, I'm just putting it out there. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll be watching the game on TV. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll bring my own Milo ice cream to the TV footy. Oh, and when we return next week, I would have been to the footy now too. Fucking hell. This is going to be big. You're not going to want to miss next week. Job. Probably a lot no. of yelling, just for a change. Bru- <laughs> yelling and swearing, I reckon. That's what you can probably lock in. Ah, oh, how good's footy, Joel?
Ah, uh, it's fucking good, Tom. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 